Okay. Welcome to another episode of To Serve With Love. I am Brenda Flores Robles and today's guest is Adan Hernandez. Welcome, Adan. Hello. How are you? I'm glad you're here. Um, so, Adan, tell me how you got into art. Well, we were migrant workers when I was growing up, but for some reason I like to draw. And uh, in the little town where I grew up, nobody was uh, artistic at all in any way. We were all laborers. But uh, I like to draw, and uh, my grandparents would buy me, you know, pencils and coloring, colored Crayolas to, to color with. Mm-hmm. As I got older, I got more interested into it, and then comic books came around, so I started looking at comic books and uh, drawing Batman and Spider-Man and stuff. And then uh, after I went to Job Corps, I qualified for a uh, scholarship, so I went to SAC and I majored in art, but I didn't learn anything there. It was just a waste of time. Wow. But I got to visit the museum for the first time in my life, and I was blown away by the art, you know? Uh-huh. The power that art had, you know? So I started getting really serious about it, but at the time, there was no uh, role models to, to look up to. Look up to or So I, uh, I went back to doing what I knew how to make money, which was labor. I was I was laying cement stuff at the time, and then uh, slowly I started. Uh, oh, I went to Jesse Trevino's art show in 1980. I was 30 years old. Wow. Yeah, and that blew my mind when I saw his art. It was all the all these paintings from on the West Side, right? Uh huh. So. Uh, and then uh, I went up to talk to him, and he kind of snubbed me, you know, he didn't want to talk to me. <laughs> he, he walked away, he's like, get out of here, you know. Aww. But my, my girlfriend at the time, which later became my wife, said, I want you to quit your job, and I want you to dedicate yourself to being an artist. You're going to be a bigger artist than him. <laughs> wow, what a great supporter. Yeah, no kidding. You need a fine person to support you, just like you need a, a co-signer. <laughs> so uh, I was a room service waiter at the time at the Highland so I was living on the Riverwalk so I went started going to a library learning how to about color I studied, studied the color of the masters the old masters like the impressionists and uh, I learned about uh, composition but I still didn't know what to paint, you know. I was, I didn't want to do like, I didn't want to do what just Trevino was doing because he was already covering that field. I wanted to do pachucos, you know, because they were like outcasts and nobody wanted to look at a pachuco even. <laughs> so, uh, but her dad, her parents were, she was white. Her parents were very racist. Uh huh. They were old Irish, German Irish, you know. So luckily, a friend of ours who was white knew that I liked to draw and paint, and he said, "Adan, if you if you uh, do me a painting of a Remington, I'll buy it from you for twenty five hundred. 
So I looked at some art books and I found the Remington paint uh -huh. on the goat herder. And uh, so I did the painting. I had to learn teach myself how to paint in oils. And when he saw it, he was blown away. I said, wow. He goes, yeah. He goes, quit your job. You need to become an artist. Oh, that's so good. So I had the blessings of his family. Mm -hmm. But the next time he came over, I was painting pachucos. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I said, I'm not a cowboy. Uh, this is my art. I want to put you over the couch. <laughs> I said, it's not for the couch. It's for a museum or something. Yeah. So then luckily, Lino Sosa bought my first Pachuco for $3,000. Wow. And I had sold that Remington for $2,500. So the Pachuco brought in more money. <laughs> so he goes, okay, go ahead. Keep on being an artist. That's amazing that you, you, someone gave you an idea and then you did it and then they paid you well for it. Yeah. But when the movie came along, my paintings went from 5,000 to 25,000 in like two weeks. That, wow. Yeah. So tell me, how did that come about? How did you, how did you, um... Well, you know, Jesse Trevino, Santa Martin is my neighbor now and uh, Mel Casas were my... They were my, uh, they came before me, right? Uh-huh. They were like, they were like the gatekeepers at the time of Chicano art. And, uh, they didn't like me. They didn't want me around. <laughs> they didn't want me around because I made them look bad, you know, my art. I was painting, I was, painting, I was doing like La Media Luna, a painting that I later sold for 60000 And, uh, But they didn't, they didn't know how to express it, so they just, oh, we don't want to show with a line. They would just, that was, that's all they would say. Uh -huh. and, they didn't, and they didn't have kids. I had two kids, right, that I was raising with my wife. And they didn't have kids, and I thought they were so cold-blooded. So uh, Dr. Jacinto Quirante wanted to do, he had just put together a book of the murals, of Mexican-American murals on the Southwest. And he wanted to follow it up with a uh, PBS special about Mexican-American art, Chicano art. So he got Jesse, he contacted Jesse Mel and Cesar to be in the interview. And they agreed, but he said, but we have to bring in Adan because he's a new guy coming up, up and coming. Yes. Jesse Trevino dropped out. He goes, no, I'm not going to be doing it, but that's going to be in it. Wow! So I, did, I did it with Sunset and Mel, and there were there was there had been a Latin American art magazine had come out with this article that Chicano art was dead. Uh huh. And Frank Romero from LA, a Chicano artist, was agreeing with it, right? Yeah. But I thought it was ridiculous, you know, because we had just started doing Chicano art and now it's dead already. So we went to KCOR Studios and did the interview and then uh, Cesar and Mel were like yeah 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 what he said what he said Chicano art is dead and uh, we're looking for, to Europe for inspiration uh -huh. so uh, when Dr. Quirante asked me Alan do you think Chicano art is dead I said are you kidding we haven't even scratched the surface it's a very deep experience and he goes and if you're gonna if you're gonna combine Chicano art with European influence It's like we fried beans on white bread. <laughs> it, doesn't, 
doesn't taste good and nor does it look good. And he laughed and they got pissed off. And they, they would sign off on the interview. Oh my god. And we're supposed to follow it up we're supposed to follow it up with an art show. Now it's uh -huh. funny but at the time it wasn't funny at all. So we're supposed to follow it up with an art show. Well they told me they didn't want me to show with them. So that Sunday they moved all my art out of the way and they put it facing the, uh, on the window of the gallery facing out. Yes. Which was on the corner of Houston and St. Mary's, the Jensen Pettis Gallery. Well, these guys from Hollywood were walking by and they saw my painting, La Media Luna, facing out the window. Uh huh. And they go, look at that painting. And they and the other one goes, hey, aren't they looking, still looking for an artist? Yeah, they're just still looking for an artist for the movie. <laughs> Wow, that's amazing! Shooting the movie here. What? So they went to knock on the doors of the gallery. We want to look at some art. No, we're closed. We're hanging a show. It was a Sunday. Uh huh. So then they had told me that I wasn't going to be in the show, so I was pissed off at them, right? <laughs> so they oh. called me, and I hung up on them. And then they called again, and my wife goes, "Who is that?" And I said, "Oh, it's that lady from the gallery, Sophia." And then she picked up the phone and she's listening and she goes, you better take this call. I said, I don't want to talk to her. <laughs> and she goes, no, it's this guy from, he says his, his name is Bruno Robeo. He's from Hollywood or something. Uh -huh. He wants to talk to you about a movie. And we were so used to nothing but bad news yes. that I didn't expect anything good <laughs> to happen, right? <laughs> so uh, he said, Adan, you need to come down here. It's very important. This could be the biggest decision of your life. It was like, kind of like the Rocky movie. You yeah. But <laughs> they tell him, this is my, could be the biggest decision of your life. <laughs> and I said, well, I don't know if you know, but those ladies, I'm not going to be dealing with them anymore. He goes, so what? We don't care. You don't need to have a gallery to do what we want you to do. Uh-huh. So he says, I already called the director. I sent him some images of your art. And he's flying in tomorrow from L.A. He wants to talk to you. I said, okay. So I went down and talked to Bruno, and then we got on, we hit it off. And then the, the next day, our director arrived. And he was telling me all about the movie, about these three cousins growing up in East L.A. And I said, what does a uh, Gavacho want to do? It was Taylor Hackford. Uh -huh. What does a Gavacho want with Chicanos, you know? He goes, I'm a, I'm a Gavacho, but I grew up with the Valdez brothers. I'm suit suit. And I said, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he spoke fluent Spanish and even Calo, which was Chicano street wow. talk. Wow. So I said, okay, you have my respect. So he goes, Adan, I need for you to do about 40 or 50 original pieces for this movie. Can you do it? Tell me now. And I said, yeah, man, I used to pick cotton all summer. I can do anything. <laughs> oh, my God. Like 40 pieces? Are you serious? Because that takes a long time. Within which, uh, what's the time frame that you have to turn these in? He didn't tell me, and I didn't care. I was going to do it, you know. Yeah. I was going to I was gonna show Hollywood what Chicanos can do, you know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I knew that, she, that Jesse Borrego was going to play the character of Crucito. So I had met him, but I knew that he was a very big talent. He had come out in New York Stories, uh -huh. a Woody Allen movie, and I had seen him on TV, and I knew I was going to have something to do with him, you know. Wow. It was kind of like, like uh, preordained or something. Uh -huh. So I met him, met him, we hit it off, 
So when they went to St. Quentin, he came to San Antonio. I spent a lot of time in my studio smoking all my mota. Ah! Oh. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I was doing a painting a day. I almost went blind. So I did most of the art here in San Antonio. They built me a studio in my backyard because I didn't want to be away from my kids. They wanted me to rent a warehouse. I said, no, I've got to be by my kids because they were so little. So they would be crawling around me and I would be painting, you know? Yes. <laughs> but uh, I got the work done. And uh, when the director saw the paintings that I was doing, he freaked out. He goes, man, this is more than I expected. But he was very pleased with the art, and so was Jesse. And the rest is history. To this day, 27 years later, this movie is so popular all around the world. I my know. Art, I love the movie. My art, I'm getting ready to have an art show in Germany, Russia, and France. Wow. And that's, that's what I'm working on right now. That's amazing. Yeah, so there it is in a nutshell, the whole story. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is so amazing what you have done and how it all came about. It's like... But you know what I, what I tell... Uh, when I go talk to kids in the high schools, I, they say, how, you know, how do you become famous? How do you become, you know, make money and all that? And I said, what I've learned is you treat people right because I've always treated people right. I said, you never step on other people's dreams to get to where you want to be. And you always go out of your way for the, the, the people that are least able to help you back. And you'll have success, it'll come to you. Wow, that's great advice. Great yeah. advice, Jesse. So I know that you have a book too. You have, um, I'm sorry, what? You also have a book out? Yeah, I have a novel called Los Briosos. It's about a pachuco. Uh-huh. <laughs> pachuco. But the biggest hero is a woman, Luna. Uh-huh. She's the biggest hero in my book. I didn't want to title it Pachuco because I didn't want Chicanas to think it was all about pantos, you know. Oh, yes. So I titled it Los Briosos. And Luna runs the Los Briosos Community Center. She's a teacher. Went to college, came back, and, and is serving the barrio by helping kids who drop out of school to continue their education or stay out of jail and, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. stay, out of, stay out of gangs. But it's uh, the only place you can order it is Amazon. Yes. And uh, I can send you a copy of the, of the uh, cover if you want me to. Chich Marin did a blurb on the cover for me. Fish Marine, oh. Yeah, the, the, the toker. Yes. Wow, that's and amazing. We need to, uh, to Europe. Uh-huh. So, um... Fish Marine, go ahead. No, go ahead. Fish Marine, Victor Rivers, who played Magic. Uh-huh. And Jesse Borrego might go with me to Europe. Oh, that's so awesome. I know that um, Magic is, is, I think he's doing like a signing around Texas. Yeah, he wrote a book too about his childhood. He was, uh, he was an abused child, pobrecito, you know. 
Yeah, it's really sad, but they're doing a movie about him. Really? Yeah, they're working on it right now. I want him to be in my movie, Los Briosos. Uh -huh. I want him to play the Pachuco and Blue Boy. His name is Azul, but they call him a Blue Boy. Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah, it's very poetic. I wrote it as a work of art. Mm -hmm. So when do, you, when do you plan on, on starting this project? Which one? Um, the movie with um, the Blue Boy. The blue boy. First, first I gotta do a, a documentary. Oh. And it, it might uh, it might go to uh, Netflix, and that's gonna open the doors to to for me to do the movie of Los Briosos. Uh huh. You know, first I gotta put the documentary out there. All the stuff I've been telling you is gonna be in a documentary. I have one out already. That's a brief one. It's called the uh, Blood and Blood Out interview with Alan Hernandez. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. I haven't seen that one. They told me that it had gotten seven hundred thousand views. Wow! Well, because that movie is so good. Me and my sister used to watch it almost every day. Really? Yes. It's wow. a big compliment, and you like the art? Yes, it's beautiful because it represented familia. It represented the community. Yeah. Did you know that I didn't like the art in the movie that I did? Oh, I didn't know. Why didn't you like it? And I didn't watch the movie for eight years because I didn't like the art. <laughs> Why? I was too oh, okay. Especially the death of Juanito. Uh-huh. Oh, I hated that baby. Juanito. And then as time went on, me and my son would go to Woodlock to play basketball. And one time we met these kids from Houston who were down for a basketball tournament. Uh huh. And we were playing basketball with them and they got to know me and they said, what do you do? And I said, I'm an artist. I said, I'm a painter. And they go, they go oh yeah, my deal paints houses. Said, I'm an artist. What's an artist? You know, I do art. Well, what can we see your art? And I said, have you ever seen Blood In, Blood Out? I said, they go, oh man, we watch that movie every day. Oh, that's so that's so awesome. Hey, can we take a picture with you? <laughs> and you live here, you don't live in Hollywood. I know. No, I live in Hollywood. Yeah. That's so awesome, Alan. And you know, I still have the mural here in, on the west side. And the west, yes. The mural in the movie, the one that comes out at the end. Yes. I still have it. Yes, I um, it's in the uh, the Guadalupe Theater, right? Yeah. Well, uh, it was there, but now I have it in storage. Oh. Yeah, I can't let the word out. It might get stolen. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. We can't. I was trying to do a movie zip, zip. where it gets stolen from me. Uh huh. <laughs> we wanna we wanna open it up. We wanna open up an exhibition center in the West Side to bring prosperity to the poorest barrio in the nation, the west side yes. of San Antonio. But somebody steals a mural, so we got the whole barrio looking for it. And that 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 script is called Los Invisibles. Wow, that's... So, it's, that's another movie I want to do, but later on. Wow. 
All of y'all can get together. All of y'all, all of y'all from Blood and Blood can get together and make it happen. Yeah, well, I have a lot of, I have a lot of friends uh, still from that came out in the movie. Uh huh. Like Spider and all those guys. I met them. In 2017, we had a reunion in LA. I saw that. I saw that on on Facebook Live. Yeah, and we had a line of people around the block. I was so happy to see it because all of y'all together and then I've always watched the movie and I was like, oh my God, like, it's so What's classic. Oh, you yes, 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 yes. It's and amazing. The director, was, the director, Taylor Hackford, uh -huh. he's old now. He was freaking out that people still were crazy about this movie because he did Proof of Life, Devil's Advocate afterwards. He did Officer and a Gentleman. And, uh, but he did all these other movies. He goes, nobody gives a shit about those other movies. Only Blood and Blood. <laughs> Why? Well, because Blood and Blood Alice just hit the heart. Yeah. It, because uh, the Latinos saw themselves in movies. And then they know, I mean, a lot of people know what it's like to, to be in jail from family members, you know? So it just. It's just yeah. everybody's character played a, a part in touching our lives. And we didn't want to forget the vatos that are in prison, you know? Mm-hmm. Because they have a lot of stories to tell. Yeah. And most of, if, if, the, if the legal system was fair, not that you are nada, but it's not fair. It targets minorities more than anybody. Yes. You know? Uh-huh. Because we don't have money to defend ourselves. Souls. Yeah, so so they serve longer prison time and Yes, and they get convicted. They get three times as much sentence, severe punishment as white people do. For the same crime. For the same crime, mm hmm And white people should not be making having to do crime because they don't have to. They're not poor, they're not starving, they're not, their kids are not going without. Yes. But you make anybody poor, they're going to break the law. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, they have to get the resources from somewhere. Yeah. And what do you do, Brenda? I'm over here, I paint, and then I do this podcast. And really? then I, uh -huh. Oh. I well, at first I thought you were going to come to my studio and interview me. Well, that's, well... That would have been awesome, so I can see your paintings. Yeah, because I'm, I'm painting for the show in Europe. Well, you're still invited to come by if you want. Oh, you thank you. <laughs> I, yeah, I have to wear my mask, yes, of course. When do you, when do you go to Germany? As soon as this virus thing uh, cools off. Mm, okay, I'll... I'll let you know when I'll um when I'll stop by. You know who else might go? Who? Elvida Carrillo. What? You know where she is? You know where she is? <laughs> She's gonna go? What um you know so all of y'all gonna Yeah, it's all paid for. Wow, that's so amazing. You know what Elvida Carrillo is? Elvida Carrillo? She's a yeah. writer? She came out in Salvador, the first Oliver Stone movie about the war in El Salvador. She's 
she came, uh, out, she played opposite James Woods. Wow. You have to watch it. Yeah, sure, for sure. It, it was the first time I ever saw Chicana speak in Spanish. She also came out in Predator. She was a Latina in Predator. Predator. I saw that movie a long time. It, it's been... It's since I was a child, I saw that movie, Predator. Remember there was a Latina in it? Uh-huh. Who escaped through them? That, that's her. What? Oh, my God. All y'all going to go together? We're all going to go together, yeah. I what was a- invited to go by the president of uh, International Society of International Arts and Culture. Wow. Wow. Oh my God. What a gift. I know. I'm so lucky. You're blessed. Yes, I am. I'm a migrant worker to this. And you do so well. You do so well, Evan. I'm so happy I got to talk to you today. And I'm so happy that you got to tell um, your side of the blood in blood out story and how it all came about because um, it's just so wonderful how this movie was put together but also it, it's not just about one person it's every person played a role yeah I know right mm-hmm. well you need to watch my interview it's a short interview about a half hour long okay it's on, it's on YouTube yeah, I'm going to see it. Blood in, blood out interview with Alana Hernandez. I, uh, yeah, I am. Um, I am going to watch it. And um, it's because I like when I um, do interviews, I like for me to ask my questions first. <laughs> before, right, right. And before I get to see other questions. But maybe I should do it the other way around so I can see what questions have been asked already. Oh, are you going to ask the person you're going to interview? What questions should I ask you? What questions should I ask you, Adan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you learn a lot like that. <laughs> Thank you, Adan, for today. I'm so happy I got to speak to you. I'm so happy people are going to hear this podcast and get to hear your side of the story and get to get to see what paintings you have that are recent and they get to see your book and um what is your website i don't uh my only website that i have is called etsy uh-huh it's adana hernandez arte okay on etsy and i'm on instagram Bata Loco Arte. Or blood and blood out artists. Blood and blood out. Okay. Thank you, Ivan. Thank you for being such a blessing on my podcast. And come by sometime, okay? Yes, Even I. Pictures. Yes, I, I have your number, so okay, I can keep up. contact with you. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Love you. Take care. Thank you very much. Blessings. Blood.